From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, March 17th. I'm Sarah Reif. As of last week, Sherwood Oaks, the only nursing home on the coast, is under new ownership. The buyers, Lucy Shea and Ronald Baldwin, are also the owners of two licensed nursing homes in Hayward, Serenitho's Care Center and St. Anthony Care Center. Although Sherwood Oaks has a license for close to 80 beds, over the past year, the pandemic, a million and a half dollars worth of deferred building maintenance, and a national shortage of nurses caught up to it. The facility now has enough staff to care for 32 residents. In the middle of December, Dr. William Miller, the chief of staff at Adventist Health Mendocino Coast, laid out three levels of crisis and told the board of the Mendocino Coast Healthcare District that without emergency staffing, Sherwood Oaks could close by the first of the year. New owner Lucy Shea, who's also an RN, said she found out about Sherwood Oaks by reading the Miller Report, Dr. Miller's regular column on local health care. She and her husband talked to some people they knew in the industry, took a trip to Fort Bragg, and decided within just three days to purchase the nursing home. Earlier this week, she said she had already addressed procedural deficiencies at the facility and is planning to upgrade the kitchen as the first of many projects to improve the building. She's confident that she'll have the building's deferred maintenance projects completed by the end of the year. She added that she faced similar challenges when she took over the other two nursing homes, but now, with the national shortage of nurses, the biggest hurdle will be hiring staff. I have been taken on, you know, similar um, situation with our previous two facilities. Not as bad as uh, as Sherwood, but pretty close. A beautiful star, you know, from scratch, beautiful sensors, beautiful staff, and um all turn around with a few months. I'm confident we're going to turn around. The only barrier is we cannot operate as a full capacity if we don't have the staffing level. And we can only do one admission or two admission a week. But if we have enough staffing, we can do 10 admissions a day. Right. She said she plans to hire an HR manager to recruit staff and offer signing bonuses and relocation costs to encourage new hires. She expects a traveling nurse to arrive in May. Dr. Miller is looking forward to sending her patients. He said that there are two or three people in the Coast Hospital who could be referred to a care facility right now. There have been times when literally half of the hospital's 25 beds were occupied by patients who could be cared for in a nursing home if there were enough trained professionals to care for them. He's written glowing reviews of Shia's work and is optimistic about her new role in the community. We certainly have people in our hospital who could go to Sherwood Oaks, and we look forward to transferring them there. And also, uh, they may bring in uh, patients from outside of the community as well. And I think that that's an important thing for them to be able to do, because maybe they could bring in people, uh, residents for their nursing home that have uh, better payer uh, insurance and whatnot, which will help, once again, their investments in the facility. She is proud of the referrals she gets from top-notch hospitals in the Bay Area. Just yesterday, Sherwood Oaks received its first referral from San Francisco Memorial Hospital. So I think one of the things that the community really wants to to be reassured about is that it will still be available to, to local people who don't have good private insurance. And I'm sure you're aware that it's really hard to to have a mix of people with good insurance and also people who are dependent on Medi-Cal and Medicare and, and state benefits. And I'm wondering if, if it'll still be available to- Yes, yeah. yes. We are certified by Medi- Medi-Cal in California and Medicare. 
and also private insurance uh, HMO. But we will serve not only the rich, the poor, you know, for the whole community. Dr. Miller laid out some of the difficulties that an aging society has in paying for long-term care at a nursing home. How does custodial care get paid for? Well, the majority of people in nursing homes either are paying out of pocket, which most people cannot afford to do, or they have to end up going on Medi-Cal. And of course, Medi-Cal has a lot of restrictions, so it's not the easiest thing to get onto. But I do want to underscore for people who might be listening that Medicare does not pay for custodial services of a nursing home. And when you look at your health insurance policies, even if you have a secondary health insurance to Medicare, uh, most of them have an exclusion somewhere in the small print, which excludes uh, long-term nursing home care. So this is a national challenge and especially uh, felt here in California. We have a shortage of nursing home beds in California. There are more people that need nursing home beds than are available, that are beds available. And a lot of that has to do once again with how we pay for this care. And if I can just editorialize for a moment, you know, in the United States, we really don't do a very good job of providing care for our elderly or for psychiatric patients either. Uh, so these are two areas that are seriously underfunded uh, by our society. And I think that if we really want to change things, we need to uh, look at our priorities as a society and where we put our money. Shia knows that good communication, infection control protocols, and always having plenty of supplies are key to running a facility. But she's also ready to grab her scrubs and get out from behind the desk in the midst of a medical crisis. I put my scrub on. I was the first one jumping in on the floor to take care of COVID patient. Our nurse work out. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.